0: Hmm. I was just clearing my throat. Jimmy. Got that. And I have this. Got that. Have you properly turned down?
1: Yeah. Because I have.
0: Are you ready? I am. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. And we're there. Well, I mean, we're there for, you know, like what we... That's what she ...need to do. (laughs)
1: Welcome to Lears to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with the best co-host a guy could ask for. Oh. Seth, how are you?
0: I am uh, my shirt freshly stained with the buffalo sauce from our, our rendezvous Indeed. at the Wing Palace that <clears throat> known as Hooters. I, I should immediately backtrack.
1: Lee is also the best co-host a guy can. have. I ask
0: was for. just going to say, I mean, it, you <coughs> you have a damn good co-host over there on the other side of the river. Mm. Yeah. Just the best. The best of the best. Best of. The best. Um, how have you been? I'm I when I met you today, I was in such a good mood. I'm still in a good mood. Um, but uh, we met up, we got to have wings. I got work done a little bit early. It seems as if you have a day off. I do have a day
1: off. I so hope you're very very nice. It. I am. Thank you. Yeah. Nice and relaxed, just getting some stuff done around the house, a couple of loads of laundry, whatnot. Getting
0: revved up into the Christmas season.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. The uh, gifts are um, wrapped, as you see. they piling up. And uh, yeah, and a little extra time today to get together with my dude yep. and talk about a song that I can't stand. I'm not going to let him ruin it. I've had... <laughs> you're not going to let them ruin what?
0: My day. I've had oh, such okay. a damn good day, Mark. It was you really saw, good. I thought you were
1: saying the band. you're not going to let the band ruin the song for you.
0: No. Just, okay, come on. When, they, when they've they already probably already looked at the name of what we're doing and they know... I, I'd have to say that the vast majority of our listeners are very intelligent people and they know that uh, music like this can ruin it for anybody at any given time. I'm not going to let that happen. The band is
1: Nickelback uh, and the song is Figured You Out. Uh, <clears throat> yeah and those are both um
0: those fear-inducing are both wonderful words. reactions
1: <laughs> yeah and they're both yeah they are both fear-inducing words <laughs> as well uh we you may remember the past uh entry into our foray uh into Nickelback where we talked about the song Rockstar which I have harbored ill intent <laughs> for a long time against that song um and you know I uh I can't remember if we talked about it on the last episode or not, but for a while, I really, without liking them, kind of championed a, you know, Nickelback is not as bad as you think. What? Um, Because there are a series of videos of them covering Metallica songs, and they do them very well. I don't care. Neither do I. No. At the the time, for whatever reason, I wanted to go to people. Hey, but lo- here's something surprising. It's it's one of those things where, you know, these are are these four guys doing shitty music, but that actually like good stuff mm. and are just doing the shitty music because that's what brings home the skrilla. Maybe, and they definitely have shown throughout the years that they have good taste. Um, but music songs like
0: this. That doesn't mean that what they're producing is redeeming in any way. No, that's no. for that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, um, I, I think I told you a story about it. I was at a Ozfest and saw the guys from Drowning Pool do uh, Creeping Death, um, mm. just days before the singer died, <clears throat> and uh, and it, it made me f- ironic. And it, uh, yeah, I know. And it made me see. Uh, and and they also did For Whom the Bell Tolls. It's so funny that you're talking about them doing uh, Jesus. Yeah, it was really great. At the time, I was like, oh, these guys, you know, I I couldn't do it with. Bodies hit the floor. It's not a favorite of mine, and uh, mm-hmm. and I just I, I wasn't really enjoying them that much. But then they did those songs, and it it perked me up because I do love Metallica so, and uh, I you know I thought to myself, is it going to make this band any better? Not the music. I wound up meeting them later on in the parking lot. They were really cool guys. They actually the guys from Drowning Pool were really nice. Um, and like I said, the singer passed away just you know days after that show. Yeah. Um. But you know, can a band be redeemed by showing that they have good taste? Maybe as people, but as the but it but does it does that fix their output in this way? Absolutely not, man. No way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I'm not going to. Uh, <clears throat> I I guess I, I wasn't trying to necessarily. Uh, explain their whole existence into positivity, but it's it's sometimes surprising where people do bad music. They think they probably listen to other bad music, but a lot of times they listen to good music, and it's a little surprising to me. Right. And so knowing that they knew how to do Metallica and could actually kind of do Metallica better than Metallica was a little shocking. Better than Metallica? Um, I, I would say at the time, yeah, possibly. Wow. Yeah. That's saying um, a lot, Mark. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. They've done, I mean, they've done newer Metallica. There's a there's a very easy to find video of them doing Sad But True, or they at least do like the first like two minutes of it. Okay. Um, but they've also done a bunch of old Metallica songs, and you can see parts of them doing like the Four Horsemen and, and stuff like that. I don't want to see any parts of them. Don't blame you. Yeah. This mm. is from Nickelback's fourth album. Uh, the Long Road, released in two thousand three. Boy, so this howdy! Is, this is almost this song is almost twenty years old, which
0: is fucking. It has been a long a mind road. Fuck. Yeah, it's life been a long can, road. Life can seem long when you got to listen to a lot of look, Nickelback. A little, a lot of Nickelback. Nickelback. L-
1: um, there's not a whole lot of information. It was the second single from that album, released in November third, two thousand and three, uh, and it's. Very
0: bad. Yeah, Mark. They. I suppose if you want to know the backstory or any you know pertinent information to Nickelback, you could go back and listen to our episode on Rockstar because I think we covered it in detail. Then, um, mm-hmm. yes, this song. They just very quickly in summation, they had what was probably one of the most played songs on the internet of the in the at the at the Y two K period. Um, what was the name of that song, Mark? How you? How you? Re- uh, this is how you remind. How me? How you remind me? That's it. That's it. Um, uh, it, it played ad nauseum. Oh. They were, um, you know, you heard it everywhere. It was really, really hurtful. Um, did a lot of damage. They did
1: that photograph song. Photograph, which became a huge uh,
0: I mean, people, meme as well. I think something that goes along or is ubiquitous with them is. They made so much money, and I think that they were created specifically for that purpose. But at the same time, you didn't really know many people, well, we do now, but you didn't really know many people that actually bought their records or would come out and say, oh, yeah, huge Nickelback fan here. But uh, people show up to their shows. I don't know any of them. You don't work
1: in an office. um, No, I don't. But I feel like this is the band that the person that works in the office with you that you don't really know likes.
0: The guy that heard you're a musician and all of a sudden talks wants to talk to you about sick, music. bro, and... I
1: heard you slap into bass. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see Nickelback next week, actually, pretty sick. And you're just like, oh, God. I can see you've had this conversation before. Oh, you just, yeah, I mean, it's straight out of a fucking book. Uh, like I
0: said, created for the purpose of... of uh, I think I've heard this rumor, I don't really know how valid it is, but that they were created for the purpose of just making money for churning out songs that are going to get on the radio and they're going to, you know, like I said before, back the dump truck full of money up to their offices and just make everything work. You know, when a band is created for that purpose, don't really have anything against them because sometimes it turns out okay, Well, a la the monkeys. but then you get this.
1: Well, the band was around since 1995. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that they were, I mean, conceived of um, in 95 to be, you know, to be that kind of, you know, band put together as so a to make commodity. Money. But I mean, maybe mm. they initially side with Roadrunner Records, which I can't remember if we talked about are, that. Are you serious? In 1999, which goes to show you how far Roadrunner Records has come, for um, those of you that don't know, Roadrunner Records is, was very specifically a metal label for a long time.
0: A good metal label. Yes.
1: Um, that had loads and loads of Metallica. Heavy, heavy bands. Um, I did they have Metallica? Yeah, R- Metallica put some stuff on Roadrunner, I think.
0: Let me Hold on. We got to check that. I got to double check.
1: Um, but yeah, they had, I, I think Roadrunner, I might be conflating another um, heavy Their label. Metal but, Blade. Okay, Metal Blade was the other one that I was thinking of. Yeah. And I think it was either Roadrunner or Metal Blade that had Goo Goo Dolls early on. Um, but in any event, it's kind of strange that this band, I think they, you know, these labels started to kind of have to open up. Kind of like Victory, which was a very well-known, if you're into indie music, a very mm-hmm. well-known hardcore label for a long time. Started signing like Streetlight Manifesto, which is a <laughs> ska band. And just kind of being like... Hey, if we're going to survive, we need to not just have, like, blood for blood on our label. Yeah, we can't be a niche. We can't just have, like, Slayer and, you know, heavy bands like that. We've we've got to open it up.
0: Um, Ride the Lightning was on Roadrunner. Uh, Okay, okay,
1: gotcha. Uh, The band performed covers of songs by Led Zeppelin and Metallica. Mm. Um, So that goes to show you, um, Mm. you know, where they came from and why they can do a good job covering Metallica, I guess. Um, record
0: sales, album, record label, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Chad Kroger, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Regular old. You, you, we know this story. They
1: borrowed $4,000 to record their first demo from his father. He said that they spent half of it uh, on to record the EP and the other <laughs> half on Magic Mushrooms. Oh, wonderful. Now, if you know anything about Magic Mushrooms, they're, you know, th- $2,000 worth of math- Magic Mushrooms.
0: That's a shit time, fucking mushrooms. Especially so. considering in Florida, you can go out and pick it for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: but I don't know if they have that ability up in uh, up in Alberta. By the
0: way, I could hear Chad Kroger's father's voice in 1995 when he said, "Well, if it'll get you out of the house from the yeah. other side of the fucking border, <laughs>
1: seriously, <laughs> yeah,
0: stop bothering me and your mother. Get the hell out of here."
1: Um, the music video is. There's really not a whole lot to talk about. It, I will say. <laughs> we we watched we watched the music video I know what you're in complete say. rapt silence i look over at seth for about 30 seconds and he's just staring up the screen as if he was in some kind of like hypnotized state the music video ends, and he silently just gets up and goes to the bathroom, <laughs> and there was 20% of me that just expected to go in there after realizing he hasn't come out in a while, and just see him hanging from his belt. <laughs> exactly what <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to just. He just got up and walked. He just, he just no, luck, I'll be right back. He just, as soon as the music video is done, fade to black, he just stands straight up. Whoop. And then just walk straight <laughs> out of the room. And I'm like, he's just gonna walk into the ocean.
0: <laughs> I, can't, I can't walk on the ocean. I, I swear to God, I Ugh. we sit here and watch these videos. Normally something will come up. It's it's something will come up where we talk. And and not doing it ironically, not being funny. There was just <sighs> nothing to say about.
1: It's like the it's, it's 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 like the Breakfast of Tiffany's of music videos. It is. It's just it's violence is in its mediocrity. It's <laughs> it, there's
0: just, nothing
1: to say. It's just them playing live and and just what tour life is like. Every band does this, it, I guess, at some it, point. It is the
0: most pointless. It's there's nothing to say and I literally was just like there's there's I, I should just go to the bathroom now. I and I know what <laughs> as soon and as you did. mentioned I walked up uh, 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 as soon as you said He's going to mention me going in there. And I, actually, I thought to myself, he's going to be like, I wanted to go in there and check on him and see if he was crying or, or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was, uh. yeah, it could have been it, just the same thing. It could have been, yeah, hanging myself in there. It is just, it's uh, atrocious.
1: What's bad about That's these atrocious. lyrics? Well, um, I mean, first, they're just dumb. They're just um, like, they are just like the the rhyming scheme and everything about them is ve- very elementary and very just boring. Yeah. They are also wildly misogynistic and wildly
0: dude bro-ish. It, this, is, this was made for Fraternity Row. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. This is, yeah. uh, there's this a million is... guys out there that these days are working like accounting jobs, working in real estate, that all listen to this with red cups in their hands on at their houses, at their frat houses, thinking that this was poetry.
1: Now, if people want to say they like Nickelback... I would say, you know, whatever. If you like Nickelback, fine. Yeah, um, you're not into music, but it's obviously. almost one of those things where it's like, what's your favorite song? And if someone says "Photograph" or something, you're safe. Uh, I'm not saying it's a good song, but like there, there are clearly kind of two sides of Nickelback. One of them is um, the cognizant that there are women in the world that also buy music and um showing the softer side of kroger um is, is kroger, kroger kroger
0: rotten forever kroger Kro- chad kroger
1: chadwick kroger Ooh. um you know where he is you know talking about love and talking about you know feelings and shit then there's the side of chad kroger where it's like she you know he's out on like a guy's weekend and he lets loose a little bit and it's this side and that was when i pulled my dick out and it was funny if you if you if you like nickelback and you're a um this is how you remind me or photograph fan I have some hope for you.
0: You're not into music that much.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or you know, whatever. You I'm don't not see even, it the same I'm not way. I gonna do me- I'm not even going to make those justifications. You I'll listen ju- to it on the radio on the way I'll here. just say you just you like Nickelback, whatever. What's we on can the radio? Co- en- We can coexist because I'm not questioning your thoughts and ideas as a human being. When you like this song, uh, no matter if you're a man or a woman, I'm immediately suspect. I may be taking a physical step back. You've been flagged. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) The FBI has eyes on you, my friend. Be careful. We saw
0: you take that book in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, this song has a number of problems to, to, uh, to talk about, so let's go through them. Let's do it. I like your pants around your feet. And I like the dirt that's on your knees. And I like the way you still say, please, while you're looking up at me, you're like my favorite damn disease. Mm. Seth. Yes, Mark. Question for you. Mm -hmm. And maybe one that should show up on all those matching websites like OkCupid. What's your favorite damn disease?
0: The one that clears up quickly, I -hmm. suppose. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely one, not, not one that lingers and comes back every couple of months. Would you say it is or is not a
1: red flag either that you're referring to someone as a disease or someone is referring to you as a disease?
0: It would tell you that you probably need to stay away from them. Of course, I don't think that's Kroger's outlook.
1: Yeah, I don't know not anybody who would lovingly refer to someone as
0: their favorite damn disease. My wife, I told her yesterday, <laughs> I was like, you know, Jen, you're my favorite disease damn disease it just so happens that you're like shingles (laughs) you know my favorite Mm -hmm. disease very very painful only show up after the chicken pox then goes away could attack my eyes and my sight leave me blind but um you know that's 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 basically how i look at you honey yeah yeah how beautiful that's love mark that's when you know it's it's real that's when you put a ring on it yeah i like your pants around your
1: feet immediately made me wonder if this person's (laughs) taking a shit
0: (laughs) i saw a gynecolic kind gynecological visit I hope I said that right. Yeah.
1: yeah um, um I also love the uh <laughs> genius annotation for uh-huh. I like the dirt that's on your knees. It says this is an allusion to Fellatio. The dirt on knees is as a result of a obvious kneeling down during oral sex on a man. Mm. <laughs> Apparently you cannot go down on your knees to give oral sex to a woman. I don't know why. That's, that's
0: impossible,
1: Mark. How would that happen? Can't, can't, can't be. I guess it's uh, only a res, uh, an obvious result of kneeling down during oral sex on a Chad. Genius
0: has all on a Kroger. On a Kroger. Kroger. Uh, um, yeah. I, I, <clears throat> if the music, when it starts up, isn't any real indication that a some song that some line. Uh, is going to come up, you know, relating to. I like to see you in a susceptible or submissive position. The music signals that, you know, the the intro uh, definitely signals that, and then it just comes out in all its glory in Kroger's words. You know, I like to to uh, uh, you know your pants around your feet, and you can see actually. As there, there's somewhere out there right now, uh, some guy in a car fist pumping as he hears those words, oh, God. as he hears those words and thinks that it's that it's OK, that that everything's all right, that that Kroger has just expressed how he feels. He has a can of rolling
1: rock that is encased in a very badly displayed uh, Coca-Cola mm. fake can so he can drink beer while he drives. Mm. And he's listening to the song on full blast and he's saying, what I really about that verse is it just basically talks about a woman like a fuck doll.
0: He's driving to and his that af- makes
1: me feel good. He says he's to driving himself. to his
0: <laughs> afternoon shift at Seven Eleven, stocking the beer aisle. Yep. Knowing that, you know, the only thing that really makes him relevant in this world is the fact that one time he got laid outside of a Nickelback show. Yeah.
1: Counting you know. counting down the years until they no longer uh, take money from his paycheck for child support. <laughs> As a result of the Nickelback show. Just can't wait until Ashley, (laughs) A-S-C-H-L-E-I-G-H-H, turns 18 and uh, goes out onto her own so he doesn't have to keep having levied paychecks <laughs> had one exciting
0: night with her and calls her the bitch for the rest of her life oh yeah absolutely like an asshole.
1: um yeah I, and i like the way you still say please while you're looking up at me Ashley
0: actually never said please again
1: and i want to know what fucking disease does all these things if did... a, if there's a disease that sucks my dick i guess i might be <laughs> impartial to it <laughs> I don't I've never heard of that but I mean it's like he, all he talks about is like <laughs> her having her pants down being on her knees and saying please while she's looking up at him and then he busts out this disease line and it's like uh, well I guess it must be an STD it's, it's a high likelihood anyway. I, I'm thinking that not that there's anything wrong with having an STD go no. off kings and queens as long as you're open with your partner um, then we get into the, fir- the second verse no chorus mark. Oh, not yet. No, my friend. We've got
0: six verses. Don't say that. To get through. Don't say that. This is... There's so much to this. It's like last week. It just didn't end. It just just didn't stop. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I love the places that we go. And I love the people that you know. And I love the way you can't say no to many long lines in a row. I love the powder on your nose. This no, is, go ahead. No, go please. Ahead. No, no. no, no. This
0: is in in real. This is in stark contrast to the guy that we see in the first verse, which there's you know. Mm. Let's face it. He threw romance right out the fucking window. Um, but then he says, "I love the places that we go," as if like all of a sudden this is the guy that likes to hold hands on the beach, yep. which is strange. Which is a little. It, it is a little bit odd. And and what's and even more odd, uh, I love the people that you know. We we learned something later in the song, but if you were just to go off what you're hearing now, you're hearing a different guy. You're hearing romantic, Kroger.
1: Uh, yeah, I want you all to remember this verse because it's going to come back to haunt us yeah, later on, Yeah, yeah. Um, along with uh, some, some other, uh, well, this whole song is haunting, if we're just being honest about
0: it. But line three reverts right back to... You know,
1: basically verse one.
0: Well, no, I don't think so. I I think think that
1: he's. I think he's kind of relating that to the last two lines of the first verse. I love the places that we go. Okay, now we're not just seeing her as a sexual being. Now, yeah, now it's. uh, I I love the places that we go. I love spending time with you. I I love the people that you know. Um, you know, and maybe with the lines that are coming up next, we were talking about she knows drug dealers because. I love the way you can't say no to doing drugs Um. too many long lines in a row too many. I love the powder on your nose, a double entendre of standing in lines to enter places and powdering one's nose with makeup while also being a reference to cocaine usage, too much Coke usage, getting it on her nose. Um, do you think that there's any double entendre going on here? Zero. There, I it, just it's think it's pretty it's straight right out the open about yeah, talking it, about cocaine. There's no
0: entendre at, <clears throat> at, at, at all. It's it's just coke speech. And you know, I, I think man, I can't help but think that my theory of them, you know, created just to sell records is that I'm gonna say things that you know that people out there that that are gonna you know are they're, they're gonna relate to that are shitheads that will spend money on records let's face it man there are people out there that buy this shit he focused these right at them you know uh, a gene that's you know got to forget that he's got 10 classes tomorrow and he's getting ready to go off to law school is just trying to live in the now and oh bro you know i remember when i did coke in college you know yeah and that's that's what he's that's what he's shooting at right there and he's hitting 100%. 100%. Uh, he, yeah, he's, he really is. He's you know, getting what he wants let's to give go for. let due. Too many
1: long lines in a row, I will say, is the first line where we hear him not say that he loves something. Mm. I guess you'd say that this is kind of a sign of the, the train going off the tracks a little bit. Mm. Um, but yet still, he loves the powder on her nose. Um, and then we jump into the first chorus. And now I know who you are. It wasn't that hard just to figure you out. Now I did, you wonder why, and now I know who you are. It wasn't that hard just to figure you out. Now I did, you wonder why, pop.
0: And now I know who you are. You think he said that a couple of days later when the source started to show up? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs>
1: well, oh, it, it's because of her. You can't <laughs> help but wonder what it. <laughs> it's like you talk about how she. I I'm what I can't help but wonder. I guess right. Go ahead. What it what it was that was the tipping point here? Because he's like, he liked being all horny with her, and then he liked going to the places she liked to go. Yeah, he loved the powder on her nose. What was it? Where he was like, oh, now I know who you are. Okay, like it was. I I have a feeling it was something like she doesn't return her cart. To the cart station.
0: Oh, that's a thing in front of uh, yeah. the food lion. She didn't <laughs> unlock the door for me. Where you know, like Kalogano needed. He's checking to see if she's one of the good ones. You know, like Sonny said. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's not one of those. No.
1: Yeah. When if yeah. you don't know, that was a reference to what Bronx movie tale. is it? Bronx, Bronx tale, tale. Where yeah. you know they the old guy tells the kid, unlock her door for her and let her in. And if she doesn't reach over to unlock your door, she's not worth. it. She's not worth it. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty. Uh, I think that's a pretty. I mean, would I judge everybody by that? No, but I've heard some people say they wouldn't date anybody if the significant other or the other person didn't have blue bubbles on an iPhone. Oh,
0: people have some weird shit that they hang up on. They man. really do. They, yeah, they really that, do. That one's reasonable. I wouldn't hang a relationship on it. It's just a movie, but uh, that is reasonable. It's it, it is. But you know, all of a sudden, you're right. This is. You were just saying it's like the tipping point. Like maybe this is where it goes. Is it though? I mean, we know about the upcoming verses we know what's going on and he still talks about things that he likes about the woman
1: yeah it's definitely strange that it's just um, foreshadowing maybe yeah we we kind of get a little bit of a a little bit of a couple a backstep here where again too many long lines in a row is kind of the first time we hear him not mention love but this chorus sounds through and through uh just negative Mm. uh now i know who you are it wasn't that hard just to figure you out um, you know, being very kind of self-complimentary and, uh, you know, oh, yeah, you're not so good at hiding who you are that I couldn't figure
0: you out. He suddenly sounds a little bit dismissive of the one he just used. Well, I,
1: you know, we don't have any indication. And this happens a lot in stories like this, because, of course, you know, the victor writes the history right course, yes absolutely. so i mean we're not hearing her side here but i i haven't really got any indication, <laughs> and i doubt we ever will <laughs> I, I yeah and i mean i guess if she wants to go ahead but we don't have any real indication that she's tried hiding who she is he just says that he basically liked getting head from her and Liked hanging out with her and like liking the places that she went. And then he's like, oh, no, I've got you figured out. Okay. Well, well, you kind was of... she ever trying to hide it? Yeah. Or are you just an idiot? Because yeah, or... I, I, so, I, I truly believe that he's the moron in this story. Oh, I do, too. I think he's trying and to I'm build it up like she like was. Yeah, I, I think he's trying to build it up like she was not fully honest or what have you. But. I don't know that we really get that indication anywhere in these lyrics.
0: No, I, I, there there might be in the lyrics, not from Chad. Like if somebody over there, you'd get it. You'd get a sense of naivety. The
1: third verse amps it up with the grossness. I like the freckles on your chest, and I like the way you like me best, and I like the way you're not impressed while you put me to the test. I like the white stains on your dress. <clears throat>
0: I like freckles on chests. I like freckles period. Yeah, I mean, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Mark. <clears throat> Those I was not knowing I am completely head to toe covered in freckles. But I mean that's that's I'm just saying I hate that he put that in there because I've always thought that that was really cute. Like if you ever see a girl with like a V-neck yeah. And you see the freckles on her chest. It's like it's. A lot of people are very hard on themselves about having freckles. I think it's cute as hell. There as
1: are. are a lot of people out there who love freckles. Yeah, I think know? it's adorable. To the point where I'm sure there are a lot of guys who are like f- who fetishize them because guys are fantastic at fetishizing everything. Anything. Yeah. Um, I w- I want to go off on a little bit of a tirade here while we're talking about freckles because go I off. mentioned this to a friend the other day. I have a very weird specific um thing that drives me wild a pet peeve if you will I can't stand when people dye their hair red like the color red Okay. <laughs> I know you're reaching for the door something, but it was very weird you just put your hand up like maybe I need to run <laughs>
0: like, <you> can, like <laughs> no, it's okay.
1: when people refer to themselves as a redhead when they have dyed red hair
0: I can see why you would
1: because we have to be clear here The term redhead is set aside for a very specific kind of person. They are people with orange hair. It's a misnomer, I know, but it is what it is. These are people with orange hair, usually from Ireland, Scotland, wherever else. Northeastern Europe. With orange hair. And I'd even maybe go so far as saying like strawberry blonde hair. Those are redheads. All right. So when you're talking about, I'm a redhead.
0: Though that is the person that should be saying it. You I and your youth was born with red hair. You are a redhead. Uh, my hair has turned gray, but yes. um, I, I like to think of it as a Paul Newman silver. But um, it's a silver. It, it is yes. But I was born with red hair and had to deal with all of the accompanying problems of being a ginger. I'm sure we've all heard the term right from youth, meaning the freckles, the red hair. Everything when you're a child and you're a redhead, you have to deal with that. It is it it is an issue. You are different. There's very few people that look like you,
1: and there are a lot of um, you know, I'm not saying that they're correct, and I'm not saying you know that they're that they're fun or funny, but there are a lot of different opinions that come along or different uh, stereotypes that come along with people who are redheaded. Lots. Um, but that is a thing for people that are redheads it is very strange to me and it it seems sometimes like a fetishizing with people dying their hair the color red like fire engine red and then saying oh i love being a redhead
0: i have heard the same thing and i don't mean to be mr gatekeeper here you know but i have silently said because i don't it's oftentimes it's not people that i'm close to to myself, when I've heard such and such say, I am a redhead, when I know that what has taken place, what you've just described is taken place, it more it, it irritates me maybe on the same level as you. Because I, if I could have my red hair back, I'd give anything for it. I'd love it. Yeah. I, and as I got older, I learned to wear it like a badge and own it as, whereas, as opposed to, I'm sure there are a million other redheads out there that felt the same way. Um I you know when you're a kid you 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 think to yourself why was I cursed with this but if I could have it back I'd give anything for it and as I got older I wore it like a badge and was extremely proud of it and when you see people that do go out there and 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 you think to yourself and this is probably I don't know there might be something a little wrong with it <clears throat> um you know where you think to yourself you know you didn't go through you didn't do what I had to do it it came to you through a bottle or a box you and know, again, and I
1: mean not even to get like the the actual look of what it is like to be a redhead. Yeah. And again, I know this is probably a dumb thing to a lot of people. It's just one of those things and I mean I'm I'm not even looking at it from the from the level of you are. And I've had the same kind of thing happen when people say they're fat, now I'm fat. I am overweight. There are people that are on some kind of scale judged by doctors that are overweight. But when I hear people that are, like, 50 pounds overweight talk about how hard it is being fat, I can't help but want to just grab them sometimes and <laughs> straggle them and just be like, you do not understand. You do not get to say that it's hard being fat because you do not truly know what it's like. And I know that's very gatekeeper and I guess I'm just kind of, like, being honest and coming out, like, how I feel about this. Um, Even though I know it's not fully right And of course I've never actually grabbed Someone and took them to the side and said no you Don't get to Um, But it is definitely it has definitely been Triggering when I see people who are like Fat life, oh my god, it's so hard. I feel so gross because I'm so fat, right? And it's like a little bit of a muffin top, and I'm like,
0: or or, or they look like fucking <laughs> Nicole Kidman or or some you know, right or or you know flipping yeah. Adam Driver you know or something you know somebody super skinny right you know Mark <laughs> this is slowly turning into self affirmation with Stuart Smalley yeah let's we go ahead and, to... <laughs> let's go
1: ahead and get back to these lyrics so yeah I like the freckles on your chest again just kind of immediately the thing that I like about you is your physical appearance. Um, and I like the way you like me best. I, you know, this is even going a little bit deeper now into, uh, why I can't understand how he turns on her so fast. Um, unless we're not talking about liking just for the sake of like emotional liking, um maybe that she only likes him best in the boudoir
0: i love that i love that we don't really we we don't this is one of the times when not hearing the other person's voice is good i like the way you like me best well how do we fucking know that (laughs) yeah no we don't know that (laughs) right yeah
1: yeah this is coming from the mouth of chad kroger you
0: haven't given her a voice (laughs) so you know we don't know that i mean we just
1: have to take you at your word And I like the way you're not impressed while you put me to the test. So we can only imagine. It's just a
0: shit rhyme scheme.
1: Yeah, the places we will go, by the way, reminds me of Dr. (laughs) Seuss. Oh, I I love the places. Oh, I love the places we will go. Um, Yeah, I like the way you're not impressed while you put me to the test. I guess I, I don't know if he's saying like verbally putting him to the test like driving him nuts
0: for those that don't know mark just basically it, it compared this to a children's novel <laughs> yes. to a children's book okay so oh the places we will go yeah. or the places
1: you will go by uh, dr seuss um or you know sexually that she puts him to the test and and he she's not impressed mm. when she puts him to the test which you know which is an indicator that maybe i was right <laughs> yeah. which is it ind- yeah, which is, yeah maybe he uh, yeah. you know maybe he's uh, Three pumps, Chad Kroger equals uh, Chad Kroger being a daddy and having to pay those three pump Kroger. (laughs) Get the three pump Kroger. Um, And then I like the white stains on your dress. Now, come on.
0: This is obviously in reference to probably I'm thinking I can't say obviously probably a Lewinsky reference here. This is around the same time. Yeah, I think that you you can't
1: help but talk about coming on a dress. Without it being seen as a Lewinsky reference. Yeah, um, um, you know, I I know that uh, Kanye West um, talked about coming on his girlfriend or wife's mink. Um, I don't know what the thing is with people coming on clothes. And I don't know what being the thing horny is with it. Kanye West recently. Well, but, yeah. yeah it's just, no. I mean,
0: everything that comes out of that guy's. M- Didn't that guy write college dropout? What the yeah. fuck happened, man? I don't know. What the fuck?
1: Mental illness, I'm afraid. I and so. I was talking to someone, there's no way you can become that popular and that beloved and not have it go to your head. Uh, it has to be damning, dam- uh, damaging uh, to uh, you.
0: How are there well adjusted people walking around like, you know, Paul McCartney? How does that happen? I mean, as far as we know, he's given us every picture of him. Yeah. I mean yeah. how does that
1: how yeah. Especially when it happens so young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because if there's anybody that we've seen, um, if there's anything we've noticed as far as people becoming damaged by getting famous, it's young people. Yeah, that's true. It usually is an automatic.
0: I do have to say also that I mean, not to linger too long on this topic, but I, I think you could kind of see something like switching him around the time that his mom passed away. Yeah. You know, it was before that he was he was different. After that we have Kanye of today, so that's true too. Yeah, and he named the album after his mom. Anyway,
1: I I truly do hope that he sees the air in his ways at some point. I hope Krager does too. Not because I want to be able to listen to whatever. I just I I hate to see someone who looks like they're just kind of adrift. Um so this whole third uh, verse is basically just horny again. It's kinda like the first verse. It's just um, you know the thing I love about you is getting to fuck you and come all over your dress for whatever reason
0: the guy from the record company saying can you put something in there about cum <laughs> he's like I got the perfect line yeah and I mean you know
1: I, I love the white stri- stains on your dress like why do you have such an affinity
0: for your cum stains <laughs> like you said man guys can <laughs> fetishize anything man
1: very strange yeah. and then we get the fourth verse um, which is maybe the most st- fucked up and damning And I love the way you pass the check. And I love the good times that you wreck. And I love your lack of self-respect while you're passed out on the deck. I love my hands around your neck. Now. Mark. Yeah. I've got 911 on speed dial. Please have your thumb hovering right over that because here's here's the worrying thing about that last line Mm -hmm. because i think if that last line was at the end of the third verse um we may not be so concerned because it's being used in the context of sex i mean all the lines have something to do with them having sex right uh you know and I, I, we should have said earlier, but I'll go ahead and mention now, Chad Kroger has admitted that the song is biographical, autobiographical. He has? Yes. You
0: found that? I didn't yeah. do a whole lot of digging. I
1: figured that out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, he mentions it in an interview, and we'll talk yeah. about that here in a little bit. So yeah. none of that, he may not be talking about himself bullshit. Um, so the fact that he uses that line at the end of, uh, what seems to be building tensions between the two of them uh, definitely is call for nine one <clears throat> thumb hovering over the one.
0: Yeah, if if the, if the, if the first chorus was the tipping was maybe you know foreshadowing, not necessarily the tipping point. We have now very speedily gone over the fulcrum. And we are at Uh the other side. Yes. We're there. We are in a big way at the other end of the seesaw, so to speak. I love the way you pass the check. I don't know what the fuck that means. I think it means that she
1: doesn't pay. She just gives him the bill.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, Which I don't know what there is to love about that. I don't know. I guess some people that are into like dom or or whatever, people that are into, uh, you know. God. (laughs) If it's your thing, God bless you. But people that are into to brats or to people that want to be like, you know, spoiled or what again, whatever, dude, if you're a hot woman and you can get guys to spoil you like that, then more power to you. Yeah, I, guess. you I mean, you're,
0: Jesus Christ, you were born with it. OK, <laughs> maybe she's born with it. Maybe. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe. But I mean, if I think it's just bro dude sarcasm. It might be. I think it's a, there's a level of that in, in this, you know, like, oh, I love the way you're just handing over. Oh, I, I guess I got to pay for everything now.
1: So do you feel the same way about the second line? I love the good li- times that you wreck?
0: I don't, I don't think that's sarcastic at all.
1: Now, do you think what he's saying is here, what he's saying here is that I mean, I think it he is loves sarcastic, that wrecks but I the think... good times? Or do you think that he's saying, I love the good times, but you wreck them?
0: Um, no, I think I, I, I take that back. I think he is. I think this is just a, a lot of sarcasm. This is bitterness showing up. You know a lot. You know obviously when bitterness shows up, sarcasm and 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 and, uh, and salty go hand in hand. Mm. You know, so it's just no. I love the good times that you wreck, but then it gets very real with I love your lack of self respect while you're passed
1: out on the deck. Oh, Jesus,
0: fucking a. And I love my hands around your. <laughs> and then and then he's choking her. I, 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 the, the the lack invitation. of self awareness to the fact that this guy has, you know, no real uh, no real grip on the privilege and the and, and what he has, you know, that I can hey I can just write this in I can just throw this out there and just be nonchalant. Oh, it's it's in the sarcastic verse, so I can just put you know the way I'm feeling in the bottom of it, and everybody will think it's sarcastic. I don't. I think Char- Chad Kroger could fucking you know. I don't know. I don't the like
1: genius it. annotation here says: Here, Chad Kroger's enjoy uh, enjoys physically assaulting his unconscious paramour for ruining their previously mentioned good time dinner by not offering to pay or even go Dutch. This is a reference to the way Canadians extreme politeness makes it difficult to express any amount of dismay to conscious parties.
0: Asshole. (laughs) Don't put all this on Canada.
1: Yeah, please. I mean,
0: come on. Like everybody in Canada is, is Kroger. Yeah. Like he represents them. I, he does not.
1: Um, so yeah, very, very gross verse uh, that ends in, by the
0: way, I would like to say I have taken out, I, I take out guided tours in downtown Fort Myers. I once took out a people, a group of people from Toronto that were by far the single most rude group of people I have ever taken out on any tour. So this whole thing that goes along with, oh, you can just get this, you know, make this sweeping indictment of every, I don't want to say indictment, sweeping generalization that every Canadian is nice, most of them are, Mm -hmm. but there are, like anywhere else in the world, dickhead people from all over. And I think that Kroger, Kroger would have fit in perfectly with the people that I took out. Then we get another chorus, and now I know who you
1: are, it wasn't that hard, just to figure you out, now I did, you wonder why, and now I know who you are, it wasn't that hard, just to figure you out, now I did, you wonder why, why not before, you never tried, gone for good, and this is it. So then we get a little triple part where they're doing that, um, where he tries to, in some kind of Cro-Magnon man way, mm. jut some some lyrics into that same rhythm.
0: I, I, it wasn't that hard just to figure you out. Now I did. You wonder why. You wonder
1: why I... Good luck trying to fucking discern what the fuck that means.
0: Yeah. You wonder why I figured you out? Did you... you, Why not before you never... Now, you just... Not... Yeah, I'm not... I'm I'm stopping, Mark. So we got the now I did
1: you wonder why.
0: I don't don't
1: get it. Which... uh, I'm guessing he's saying now I did figure you out and you wonder why I figured you out, I guess. I, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anybody who goes, why did you figure me out? Why were you trying to figure me out? And then why not before? Is he asking her or is he asking himself? Uh, you never tried. Who never tried?
0: Who never tried? Why not? What? You never tried what? I don't I don't get this. The only thing that you can make sense of is that now he's gone for good. I'm leaving. I'm not coming the, back. The last one is
1: the is is the most clear.
0: <laughs> this is it. Gone for good. This is it. We're done. Which I think is hilarious. We're done for. I think is actually because I picture him going. I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. This is it. This is it. You better stop You'll me now if why. you want me. You yep. want you want me to stay? Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. And meanwhile, she's just sitting there going like grabbing his car keys and throwing them out the front door, throwing them in the canal. Yeah. Thank God, please.
1: All right. And then we uh, we end up having to go through two more verses. Now, Seth, one of them is a complete repeat. I was going to say there's something
0: through it. There's something redeeming about verse five. Is that we've heard it before? Is that we've already done gone through it? Yeah. We don't, yeah. So I mean, it's so thankfully the song is not as long and horrific as we thought. I mean, listening to it is, but us having to go over it's not going to be as bad.
1: Yeah, this is uh, after the little break. Um, we get like a drums and 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 bass and kind of like guitar only stripped down. I like your pants around your feet. I like the dirt that's on your knees, and I like the way you still say please while you're looking up at me. You're like my favorite damn disease, damn disease. and then do 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 do, do bump, and then we have the sixth verse. Hold on,
0: is this? Isn't that where the solo comes in? The solo is right it's, before it. I is believe. is right before it, and I, I have to ask. Just bear with me. Okay, is it a solo?
1: Eh, I believe there's a term <sighs> in mu- in in classical music that is a soli, which is where well, one person plays the main melody, not like a section, but one person does. Um, but it is a written part, so I think it may be a solo in that one person has the main mm-hmm. riff, kind of like the main part. But it's if it is a solo, it's not much of one. I'm wondering if it's, it's a f- step or two below the uh, the Californication solo.
0: <laughs> oh, which is one of the worst. <laughs> yeah. But you can actually say that that's a solo. Sort of. Like, yeah. does this fit the solo paradigm? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or the, the, yeah. uh, can you
0: call that? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. Let's let's move. Let's let's move on.
1: The v- verse six. Oh my God, Seth! No one saw it coming. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I hate the places that we go. And I hate the people that you know. And I hate the way you can't say no. Too many long lines in a row. I hate the powder on your
0: nose. What happened, Seth? I don't know, man. What happened? What? what? Between us. It's now he's calling her a bitch every five minutes. It's one of those guys. Right. You've met this guy, you know, probably, you know, had sex with this girl. She dumped him. She didn't talk to him anymore. Or they dated for a month. Might have gotten her pregnant or something like that. Now she's got his kid and he's got to pay child support like we talked about earlier. Now she's a bitch. And it's, 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 it's a uh, Kroger going over the evolution of a shit ton of relationships. Let's face it. Tons and tons of it. But to the effect of this is probably who the fuck Kroger Kroger is,
1: man. Sometimes you get into a little fling and you think, you know, the person and the next thing you know, you're dating a cokehead who's interwoven into some underground drug world with hell's angels and movie stars and models. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Has that ever happened to you, Seth? <laughs> Down here in the deep dark forest of Fort Myers,
0: no. I'm I like sorry. how he just
1: says it like you know, it's like the old uh, you start dating someone and falling in love with them, and all of a sudden you find out they're a giant cokehead and they're mixed up with the Hell's Angels, and you're right. hanging out with models. Yeah, you know
0: that old story. You know, I I left my job today at the cabinet shop and immediately went out to the um to the soiree at the country club where I you know clinked uh, champagne glasses and lit you know cigars with hundred dollar bills on fire you know that's that's the life that i suddenly just jumped right into all of a sudden none of us can relate
1: the song starts off like most relationships do this is chad Kruger again very physically oriented like most relationships and then you start discovering things about the person you're with it's like okay i don't like that about you or that or that okay now the only thing we have in common is we have great sex so there's no point in us being together so a couple things about that. I don't know that yeah. everybody gets into a relationship and, uh, you know initially just for the physical uh aspect of it.
0: Well lots do.
1: A but... lot a lot do, but I mean I would say that is not her fault. Um and uh, you know, the, the the biggest problem they have is he says you start discovering things about the person you're with and it's like I don't like that, I don't like that. The only things he says he doesn't like are the things that he said earlier that he, that he loved. So the th- the problem here then is not her. It's him. It's him. It is totally he, him. He just got tired of fucking her. He's the problem. Like at no point is it like, oh, and then one day I realized you're a cokehead. You said you love the fucking powder on her nose, dude.
0: He's got a million dollars and we don't Mark. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. And he looks like a long-lost relative of uh, my uncle Ron. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was thinking Dax Shepard, but he does look maybe like maybe it's your uncle Ron instead. <laughs> I think someone has likened him to looking like a cross between Dax Shepard and he does Zach Braff.
0: Oh, he does look. He's a bit braffish. Yeah, that's a little braff, there's a little braff in there. Yeah, you know? mm. little
1: Dex Braff. Yeah. Text Braptured? No, it doesn't really work. Mm. Um, so yeah, he he's basically <laughs> saying what what the whole song is about, but I'd say that the lyrics are in direct opposition to that. That he did say he liked that stuff all alone uh, all along, and he got sick of it, and that may be the case. But it the lyrics give no indication that she switched it up on him. No, the lyrics it's... indicate that he. Loved it until he got bored, I guess, and then decided that was that
0: something happened. Something happened. Something happened. But it's th- obviously we're not given any indication what it was. But there are all these things. But you are exactly right in that. It's there are all these things that uh, apparently from you know the beginning of the relationship he loved. And then from out of nowhere, a couple of verses later, he hates her yeah you know and and they're all the same thing they're essentially the exact same thing which you know you've heard that you've you've heard that from older guys all the time saying, all those things that you've loved um you know you loved about her you know when you when you met her, they're going to be the things that irritate you the most whenever I heard that from old guys, I'm like there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. there's something wrong with you because there are things that i about not just my wife but many other people that I liked about them from the very beginning and, and it, this goes from my wife as well that I still find very endearing and charming and lovely and wonderful have you ever seen the mo- uh, the hit motion
1: picture 500 days of summer no I never have it's, uh, I think, uh, Zoe Deschanel and some handsome guy. And it starts off with being like, I love how she giggles when this happens, and mm-hmm. I love hearing her snore. And then later on in the movie, he's like, I can't stand her snoring. I can't stand this, like, all this other... And again, it's like, the problem is not with the person. Yeah. The problem is with you all yes. of a sudden finding these as faults. And the fact that it this is supposed to be... Painting it as like it's her fault all along, uh, is is wild. You know, it's funny. This does wild. bring
0: up. <sighs> Nobody's going to come here for relationship advice. I realize that. But if there ever was a time. <laughs> you that, shouldn't, by that, the way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that you would say, you know, it's not about the little things that you find that, you know, oh, you find cute in a person or that, that you like about them at the beginning. It's definitely not that. Probably the most important thing, and this is true in my experience, is finding a way to grow with that person along at, at the same time, not yeah. just little specific things that you like. Even though those things that you like, they might not survive the, the course of the relationship or they could be endearing throughout. The best thing that you can do is find a way to grow with that person. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck,
1: man. The, there is think. no Kroger. song facts about this song, which is probably Kidding. good. And wait, wait, even wait, wait. are we through? Are we through? Oh, yeah, oh. we all we have a chorus Woo! if we want to. If we want to, no, be no, 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 no. We we already know all about it. Yeah, and yeah. it's it does the same little ending where you know this is it or what have gone you. gone for good. Gone. Bye bye Gone for good. I'm leaving. Um, the bye, Chad. The, the Wikipedia article is very slim, and the only thing really on there that we haven't mentioned is that in 2011, a Vancouver-based band <laughs> called Econoline Crush sued Nickelback for copyright infringement over their song uh, All That You Are that quote bears a substantial similarity to their 1997 single um, All That You Are as I mentioned so I listened mm. to All That You Are I wasn't sure that it had there were there was a part that sounded pretty similar but a lot of times when I hear these you know similarity songs you hear them right off um, and it's you know it's especially kind of damning that both of them mm. are bands from Canada. So I don't know if that you know gives them much oomph. Yeah, it doesn't say whether or not they won or lost. I'm guessing they probably lost.
0: I'm uh, well. I know that Nickelback has the money to afford better lawyers. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. So I don't know. I'd like to think that they put a little a little bow on it by taking something away from uh, Nickelback, but they probably didn't. Yeah,
1: Um, and there is no mention on the uh, all that you are. Wikipedia page for Caroline Crush mm. mentioning that they were sued that they sued um, Nickelback so
0: they probably lost and embarrassed about it
1: my favorite comment on songmeanings.com as you can imagine there are a lot of people here you showed me this one who um, you know are just kind of telling you the obvious or stating fuck yeah the song rules i love to fuck to this song or whatever uh, this is uh, pocket thesaurus in 2010, 12 years ago, February 19th, this song embodies Nickelback's entire existence. Macho assholes with misogynistic views about women. Sometimes I think to myself, why do we even do this podcast? Because <laughs> every once in a while there's a hero out there who will just go ahead and... and really pound it home in what it took us 45 minutes to do. <laughs> they just really do a good job of, you know, punching it in there.
0: This song thinks PBR is unironically awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah this, uh, you know, and there are people in here with names like rocker chick, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and Philadelphia Eagles, uh, who actually, who actually says Nickelback's better than Creed <laughs> or three doors down. Those three bands. I don't know which I'd put who, um, it's uh very 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 hard there's one i'm born every minute for what it's worth even though puddle of mud nickelback three doors down 12 stones and bush sound pretty much the same to me they all rock r-a-w-k and this is one of the best by any of them Hmm. oh god and loads of people who hate nickelback that are making fun of it and then nickelback fans who are like why are you here leave if you're here uh so it is what it is yeah, um these people are needed, man. they it, are it's true yeah. um how would you score this on uh, the creep factor
0: we've we've gone uh positively through the roof on this. Ugh. we have gone seriously from Ugh. and and if the and if the um if the if the opening two verses are supposed to reflect some sort of positivity, no, they just make it worse. Mm-hmm. They really do just make the overall. You know the the outcome of this song worse. It just makes it worse in every way. Mark, that we've reached, we have reached tonight's tonight level. Mm. We are we're up there, man. Really? Yeah. Interesting. We're we're going into the we're going into the well. We're we're right we're right below it. We're like at eight point nine. Wow. Yeah. Um. It's it's really creepy, Mark.
1: Yeah, the creepiness here is kind of like the... the, I don't know if gaslighting is really the right word, but there's definitely something going on psychologically where, um, you know, the guy is making her feel like she did something that caused all this, even though, like we said, she doesn't have a voice in this. And even the story he's... It's bad when even the story he's telling, she does not seem to be the wrong person. That's not a good start. Yeah. So, you know... The story you're telling me is you used to love the places that you went and the people she knew and her doing lines of blow. And then you decided you didn't like it anymore. And you're like, I figured her out. Brother in Christ, all you figured out was that you didn't like these things that
0: you knew she did all along. It's one of the creepiest parts in it is that I've got you figured out. Yeah, you are not a psychologist psychiatrist. You are and even them are never going to know the depths of the people that they live with. And suddenly you've got this one person completely figured out, you know, just from a, 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 a short term relationship. Yeah, what we can expect is. Other songs, you know, they paint a picture of a creepy situation, and this one definitely, definitely does. And some, and, it, and a lot of times it's right out there, but it feels to me in a, in a strange way like there's something subconscious. There's something under the surface that's bubbling up that at one point is going to, you know, lash out into something horrible.
1: I feel like this guy is one of those people, if you have a friend who always, like, has the same story for everyone that he dates, and at some point you want to go... Hey, dude, do you think maybe it's you? You could work on you a bit, yeah. Do you think, because this is like the 20th woman that you've said. She's a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, yo, she just ended up sucking. And it's like maybe you suck yeah yeah that's that's because every time i met her she seemed really like all these women seem really fucking cool i know
0: 30 people like you you, (laughs) and like you just
1: so maybe it's maybe it's you maybe you just need to like take a good hard look in the mirror i'm gonna rate this song an eight six see see um yeah i'll i mean you've talked me into it i mean and you know i don't want to make it coming off come off like look if 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 there are relationships where people are just having a mostly or an entirely sexual relationship, like at the at one point he says, this relationship is all sex, so what's the point? Well, for some people, that's what they want to do. They just want to have a purely sexual relationship, and, you know, that is that is what it is. Um, but to sit there and try and make her feel bad and, like you said, kind of, you know, act Freudian and, you know, get into her mind and be like... <laughs> Yeah, oh, I figured you. I know what you are. It's like my guess is that you're probably the problem, my that, dude. Th- yes. It's probably you and you're probably just throwing another woman away before you have to get too close to her and uh like open yourself up and make or you're yourself bitter. Or or you're better. You're bitter. Yeah. 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 Um so that song sucks and I'm glad I'll never have to listen to it again. I feel like
0: I feel like we should like <laughs> be able to like write a prescription. After all this, you know, yeah, like, here's you some should. sort of some shit you need to take every I'm sorry. Day to... Did you listen to Chad Kroger? Uh, here you go. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, here, take this, take do this you down ag- to Publix. Do you agree with Chad? Oh, you do. Okay. Well, we're going to get something here for you. You know, <laughs> well, you, Oh,
1: you agree with Chad? And then you just start <laughs> scribbling on and they go, what are you writing? Yeah. <laughs> it's a prescription don't worry about it yeah it's just, <laughs> just uh interesting take it every day with breakfast just tell, me, just tell me a little more <laughs> all right well uh, uh the uh, the time of the season is upon us it is nigh, mark
0: it is mark yes we have we have gotten to, it's not just that time of the season we're getting a gift it starts slowly on this day we're recording this on the 16th we're getting a little bit of a cold front we're we're, we're, Ooh, we're, we're getting into and this could be long-term ball fleecing weather yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it was nice outside, man. It was um, a little gray, but the, oh, it was a little chill. Yeah, it was. Uh, it,
1: was it was. It was nice. What does that say? And there's a little bit of a telltale sign that we might have a 75 degree Christmas, Oh, um, which is positively chilly. And we'll wake home. up in the morning, and you'll you, you'll be <laughs> with you in your kerchief, <laughs> and or, I in my with cap. With <laughs> her kerchief, and me in my cap. Um, we will just settle down for a long winter's nap. Mm. And then you'll wake up, and there will be presents under the tree, and you'll fi- fix yourself a cup of Cider. hot cocoa, yeah. and you'll throw on this fucking turdy-ass song, <laughs> Wonderful Christmas Time. It's gonna happen. By by <coughs> by the aforementioned Paul McCartney. Yeah, we
0: brought him up, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah the lyrics are... The well-adjusted Paul McCartney.
0: <laughs> oh, God damn. Or at least I think so.
1: Yeah, I'm one of the few people that cannot stand much Paul McCartney after he left the Beatles. What?
0: What? Yeah. Oh, we got shit to talk about. He's
1: maybe my third favorite as far as solo (gasps) Beatles. Oh, no. Behind John Lennon and George Harrison easily. No. Yeah. No. Yep. Oh, wow. His band on the run is uh, catchy and memorable for sure, um, but is just a bunch of songs crammed together because that – is what got him hard i guess he was just like hey these songs have nothing to do <sighs> with each other i'm just gonna fucking put them next to each other whether they like they like it or not oh no yeah oh, sorry merry oh. christmas yeah I guess so, so go ahead and
0: listen to <laughs> the gift that keeps on hurting
1: <laughs> go ahead and listen to wonderful christmas time watch the very dorky music video Oh yeah it is um and we will be back next monday for a very special holiday edition of lyrics to go